0: join me again in Acts fourth chapter Uh, reading from the New Living Translation going to highlight uh, the latter part of this passage for this morning's message looking down around verse 18 to verse 21 it says that so they called the apostles back in and commanded them never again to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, do you think God wants us to obey you rather than him? We cannot stop telling about everything we have seen and heard. The council then threatened them further, but they finally let them go because they didn't know how to punish them without starting a riot. For everyone was praising God for this miraculous sign, the healing of a man who had been lame for more than 40 years. Praise God for his words. You may be seated. As you take your seat, if you help me announce the subject matter to your neighbor, tell him, I will go. Hey, tell your other neighbor, and if you need to wake them up too, tell them the same thing. Tell them, I will go. Do you see in this text, uh, definitely there at verse 17, it says, so they called the apostles back. So they, who is they? Well, if you look earlier, you'll see it was the Pharisees and the Sadducees, but yet look closer There's also a high priest there, Annas and Caiaphas. Now, to many of us, that should ring a bell because they are the same ones that were there when they crucified our Jesus. Mm, mm, mm. And so if you can grab what's going on here, they are upset that someone had the nerve to talk about Jesus rose again from the grave when they're the ones who killed him. They are upset because they paid off the guards to go tell how the apostles had stole the body. But here are the apostles out in front of the public letting everybody know, no, he's alive. And and, and look closely there. Whose message are they believing? Mm. The truth is winning out. The lie has no power. But the truth has power. Tell your neighbor, the truth has power. So the reason why I will go out, because the truth has power. And since the truth has power, I have no choice but to tell it how it is. Mm. Do you understand how the church grows not because how good the chicken is? You know, we will have a fried chicken dinner tonight, uh, $5 for all families coming in. I'm lying. But, you know, I, 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 that's, that's how it goes that we say if we, if we cook food, right, people might come by because of, of what we had. Oh, the church does not grow because we have the best choir in town. You know, we, we got the Mississippi Mass Choir, Colorado Mass Choir, whatever mass choir that's out there, they got an album out. The church may grow because they want to hear the music. But the church did not grow. Y'all, I might have lost somebody. We sometimes get caught up looking at numbers and people coming in, but that's just a crowd. We don't want a crowd. We want the church, and the church grows by the gospel. Mm. And you understand that the gospel can only go out in this way by preaching and teaching. Mm. You can cook dinners and bring people in, but if you didn't share the gospel, they're going to go out still hungry. Mm. You can fill them up by having a beautiful concert and they'll shout and they'll act like they have joy. But if they did not hear the gospel, they really didn't get any joy. We need to understand that the gospel has to go forth and I have to be a vessel for the gospel. Uh, let, me, let me change that around. You have to be a vessel for the gospel. Jesus told them, Acts first chapter verse 8, I am going away. But it says what? I'm not going to leave you comfortless. And, and he made it clear. It says, but God, the Father on high, will empower you with what? The power of the Holy Spirit to be my witnesses. You know what witnesses do? They tell what they've seen. Amen. You'll be my witnesses. And he made it clear to them, first in Jerusalem, then into Ju- uh, then to Judea, then to Samaria, to the outer parts of the world. But first got to start at home think about how we know the gospel and if you do know the gospel how come you don't share the gospel at home mm-hmm. sometimes in our home we act like we know the gospel because we just tell people we know the gospel y'all, y'all, did y'all miss that meaning this that i'm going to tell you but i'm not going to show you that's why people say you know do what i say Not what I do. We need to be careful that we are living out what we say. And so if I have been given power to proclaim the gospel and it starts in Jerusalem, then I need to look around and say, am I sharing the gospel here? And sharing the gospel, I have been empowered. Tell your neighbor, I got power. And the power we have is not from us, but from God. Oh, hallelujah. So this power source will never run out. And there are people that need to hear the gospel. Do you notice here that people are hearing the gospel and they, are, rece- they are, re- are believing the report that they are receiving from the apostles? So much so that it gave you account that now there's what? 5,000 believers. You look early in Acts 2nd chapter, at that point there was 3,000 believers. Now it says there's 5,000. Now Cassius, Cassius, this is only counting the men. So you can multiply by two if you want, and you get 10,000. They might got some children, so multiply that. Now you got maybe 1,100 or 1,200. You never know how many, but it's pointing out that 3,000 men believe. Now it's at 5,000 men. Why? Because they're teaching the gospel. Some of us are worrying about what's wrong with my community. How can I change my community? Well, have you started sharing the gospel? Mm. This community changed because of sharing of the gospel, not because they elected a new governor. Not because they got a new city council person. It's because they were sharing the gospel. And the gospel got in them. Then they got into those meetings. Do y'all follow how that works out? How when you get the gospel in your heart, then you can take the gospel with you. And you can teach the gospel. You can share the gospel. You can live out the gospel. Why? Because you have been given power to do so. Power to change. The gospel can change people's lives. They did it not change your life? And so we have to proclaim the resurrection of the dead. We have to teach it. Jesus, Jesus tells us, Jesus tells us, I am the life and the resurrection. Though you believe, though you may die, yet you shall perish. It's amazing that we, we, we speak resurrection. We speak and proclaim resurrection when we need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow me here. You, You know, when you need resurrection, all rise, receive the family. then we want to hear those songs about what believe in god believe also in me and we try to put people in heaven don't know how they live but we we just want to believe resurrection now because i i need some comfort by that time it's too late for johnny now you need to know about the resurrection so we need to preach about resurrection while people are still breathing and living And tell them that, yes, yes, in my father's house there's room with many mansions. But I want you to understand this, that this is not promised to the dead. This is a promise to the Mm, live. So many times we try to give somebody a promise when they're dead. They can't do anything with them. It's a promise for those who are alive. Jesus says, I've come so that you might have life and life more abundantly. We need to go tell some people who are dying that you can have life. So if you're scared to walk outside your house at night, then walk out during the day. <laughs> and tell all you meet about the gospel. So when you see them at night, come on, somebody. They already know what you're coming with. I, I, I want you to understand that when you are nice to people sharing the gospel, it's amazing how you just don't know. When you're running to them in another situation. And they're going to remember you. Yes. We're the one that said the gospel with them. Yes. Deacon Kyle and, and Deacon Cook and Testify, there's times that we would go out and, and we would be with Pastor Guy and he would occasionally show up. <laughs> when we would go out and evangelize and, and people would walk by him and say, I remember you. You know why they say, I remember you? Because he was preaching the gospel to them in jail. Yes. They got out of jail and they still remember him. That's why he is the only pastor I know that could continue to walk around with his hat to the back. <laughs> and nobody going to mess with Pastor Guy because they knew that he going to tell it like it is. He preached the gospel to all he knew. He didn't care how long you went to church. He preached the gospel to me every time he saw him. He wanted to make sure I knew the gospel. He said, one day I'm going to get you saved. <laughs> he loved the gospel. And so wherever you went, we can do the same thing that no matter who we're preaching to, when we run into them, they'll be like, I remember you. You share Christ with me. That changed my life. You got the power to do so. You got the power to overcome those who are trying to knock you down. Who are trying to push you down. They, they're going to put obstacles in front of you because they don't want you to share what you're going to share because they don't want to change the way they are living because they're living in darkness. But you can let them know, it's all right. I'm not scared of the dark because I'm walking with the light. <laughs> Y'all catch that. So remember, I said, if you're, scared of the, if you're scared of the night, go out during the day. And if you go out today, you're going to find out that you're going to have that light, same light at night. hmm Mm. because the light will dispel the darkness when we think about this gospel think about how you can shine light into people's lives there's people out there that want to shut it down because they don't want to change their lifestyle the Pharisees and the Sadducees now the Pharisees had they realized they could not get them on their own they had to bring authority and power and so they had to bring the temple guards with them. The Sadducees teamed up with the Pharisees because they normally don't agree, but they agree on this standpoint, like, we can have them teaching resurrection because we don't believe in the resurrection. So we're going to team up with you on this point. And they realized that we have no power, we have no authority, so we got to take it to the high priest. And Annas and Caiaphas realized they have no authority because they took Jesus to Caesar because they realized they couldn't do anything. So here they are trying to stop the gospel only to find out they can't stop the gospel. I'll tell you never, you can't stop it. And so when we realize that we can go with power, we can go over obstacles. We realize that this that people will try to stop you with this kind of obstacle saying that you're not in the right position to teach me. They can talk about your background. You are recovered, this, whatever this is, you can put it in. I don't need to go down the list, you know how it is. They want to talk about how you used to live. And you trying to talk about how you are living. They want to talk about your past. You want to tell them about their future. You see, they're trying to change focus off of them onto you, and you're trying to change focus onto Christ. You want to talk about my past. I'm going to talk about how I'm living with Christ now. You want to talk about what I I used to do. I'm going to tell you where I'm going to be, and you can be with me also. Oh, there's power in resurrection. You can let it know That's my dead self. This is my alive self. Can I introduce you to me now? Because this is who I am now. I am a servant of Christ. Look at the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Looked at them. They said... um, 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 Peter and John, they're not educated men. They're not like us. They don't have our credentials. They did not go to our schools. Uh, they don't have power or authority. So we got to go check with them and see by whose name and whose power are you doing this? You see how people try to knock you down? Going to say, who are you? Are you the preacher now? That's what people say sometimes when you start preaching. Right there, and say, are you the preacher now? You can correct and let them know, yes, I am. I- I- let me help you out. Some of you say, well, how can they say I'm the preacher now? I'm not the preacher. C- true indeed, you're maybe not the preacher in the church sense that you are the ordained minister that does, does weddings and, 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 do, and baptize and do funerals. But yeah, Cassis, Cassis, if you look closely there in the text that everybody's called to preach. You know, you know, when you look up in the word, some of the words used in the preacher, the word basically is to, is to proclaim. And the proclaim is the, is the crier, the town crier, the one that gives out the news of the king. They're like a, a herald. And every opportunity you get a chance, you ought to let everybody know that I'm a herald of the king. And the king is alive. Let me tell you, he's alive. Think about it. Everybody gets excited when the town crier comes out and announces how the prince has a new baby. Well, don't you know there's a baby that was born 2,000 years ago that's sitting at the throne of God? You should go out every day and tell somebody, there's a baby that was born to die for you, and he rose. Holds again with all power in his hands, just so that you can have life, and have life more abundant. Everybody say, can I know more? Yes, you can. Amen. Every Sunday morning we talk about that, babe. Yeah. Every Monday evening in Bible study we talk about that. Every Tuesday afternoon in Bible study we talk about it. Every Wednesday night in Bible study we talk about it. Every first Thursday we have a missions ministry we talk about it. If you're meeting that people coming to your ministry and you're not talking about them, you need to redo your agenda. And Mesa, you are talking about Jesus. Because that's how they came to believe. They heard the message. Then also did they heard the message. Look at this. They realized that the evidence of the gospel cannot be refuted. They said, uh, well, we can't stop them because uh, everybody saw the miracle. They saw the crippled man with them. He's been crippled for 40 years, but... Check this out. When, when you look back at Acts 2, they says, Silver and gold I do not have, but in the name of Jesus. Get up and walk. They ask him by whose power and whose name. He says, by the power of Jesus Christ, the Nazareth, whom you crucified, and by no other name can nobody be saved but under the name of Jesus. Well, By whose power? By the power of the one and only Lord God himself. We have done this, and in his name. So what does that mean? That means that you have the power and the authority to go out and watch things change in the name of Jesus basically when it says in the name of jesus by you're doing it by his authority how, how many of you watch those old time movies right and that person comes i call him in the name of the king right and they basically say no 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 kill the king not the messenger right because you know oftentimes the messenger brings the bad news but they says well you stand in authority of the messenger of the king so therefore i'm going to take care of you too that's the same thing we are we ought to be able to willing to take abuse and 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 and, and, and anybody try to come against us because we are presenting the news of the king and if they have a problem with us they have don't have a problem with us they got a problem with the message and the message came from the king so don't get upset Amen. just keep on giving the message Amen. realizing that they're going to throw stones at you they try to throw stones at jesus but you know this that you can't kill me <laughs> y'all cast that right because because you can't stop the gospel and the gospel speaks of the resurrection so if you are going to try to really kill me all you do is you're going to let me meet my master Oh, Lord, have mercy. And so we need to keep that in perspective that I'm living for him. So if I'm going to meet him sooner, then so be it. I lost somebody. That if I'm going to do the work, then let me do the work for his glory. We realize that that is not about me, but it's all about him. So therefore, I press on to the mark of the higher calling in Christ Jesus, forgetting the things that are behind me. I know some of you right now are looking at me and saying, but Pastor, I got some good stuff at home. Yeah, I, I bet you do. You don't want to say goodbye to that stuff, but that stuff, it won't compare to the stuff <laughs> that God has prepared for you over in glory. That's why when you go with power, you can go to overcome obstacles. You can go in the authority of the gospel. You can go with confidence. They looked at them and said, look how bold they are. Look how confident they are. God has not given us a spirit of Fear, But power. And a sober or a sound mind. The spirit has enabled us to realize that. You can come against me with all you have. But I am more than a conqueror who can separate us from the love of God, not height, not death, not nakedness. You understand that people want to discourage you from sharing the gospel because you might offend them. But says you offend them all the time when you want to brag about how your team won and their team lost. But when it comes talking about something, of power of resurrection and life changing, all of a sudden we draw the line. Oh, I can't bring this up. No, we need to bring him up and share with everybody that I serve the true and living God. And he can change your life for the better. I I understand you feel kind of beaten and downtrodden. You feel like things are never going to work out in your life. Well, I want you to know you're telling the truth, but if you let Jesus in, things in your life can turn around and can be changed. I, I can't promise you that I can change, but I know who can. And if you just turn it over unto the Lord and let him come in into your life, he's knocking at the door. Will you open up and and let him in? Will you let him change you from the inside out? When the gospel went forth, people's lives changed. Their attitudes changed so much that those who tried to stop them could not stop them. They said, we can't stop this. We can't stop this in fear of starting a riot. I want you to understand that the gospel has to go forward, and we are called to push it forward. The Great Commission is clear when it says go. If someone made that across a "Go, go out, that's a command. That's a command. It's not a suggestion. That is a command. Go. Go. You may go if you want to go. Maybe it might be a good idea to go. No, Jesus says, I have come with all authority. Go and make disciples. That's why Peter and John were convinced that when they told them, hey, you know what? We're going to threaten you. Never do this again. Peter and John were like, nah. Are we going to obey God or are we going to obey man? <clears throat> we already made up our mind. We are going to obey God. If you follow this text and find, continue on in reading in Acts, Peter shows that every time they imprisoned him, he realized that I'm not going to stop. I'm going to continue proclaiming Christ and him crucified because because they they, they arrest him another time. Right. And they killed John that time. But an angel let Peter out (laughs) another time. they, They even before that, they arrested him and he just showed up and says, let's go get him. They found him in the temples preaching again. Peter did not stop. You two have the same decision to make. Are you going to stop because they tell you to be quiet? Or are you going to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ? Will you go and accomplish knowing that Jesus is going to be with you in the Great Commission? says, And lo, I will be with you until the ends of the earth. He told them, I've given you my power. I did not leave you comfortless, but I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. And he will give you the power to be my witness. And so you have the power to go and make a difference. Tell your neighbor, one person can make a difference. Make a difference. And that one person can be you. It can be you. Don't 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 wait for the pastor to do it. Don't wait for the deacon to do it. Don't wait for someone else to do it. Say, Lord, send me. Don't don't wait for someone else to step up. Say, Lord, send me. Let it be that when God's looked down, and says, who can I send? You say, Lord, here I am. Send me. Let me be the vessel that can bring change into my family. Let me be the vessel that can be changed in my work job. Let me be the one that can be the change in my community. Let me be the one. Because all it needs is just one person to spark a fire. It was one person that sat down on a bus. Started a boycott. It was one person said we're going to march. Started a civil rights movement. It was one person said I'm going to give out in Calcutta. Started a great giving, Mother Teresa. It took one person to die on the cross. <laughs> and his blood was said to set us free. One can make a difference. So will you let God use you? Will you go? And know this. Every time you take a step, you're not taking it by yourself. You're going to take it with Jesus. I close with this little joke. Y'all heard this one before. Man was asking him, you know. Do you know? Do you know people in the Bible? Yeah, I know people in the Bible. And It says uh, I know a, a dog named Moreover. Yeah. Where you see this dog Moreover, and saying the dog Moreover licked his wounds. <laughs> and, and then it says, and, and and I know Jesus' name. What's his name? It says his name is Andy because Andy walks with me. <laughs> <laughs> he missed out on a lot of stuff in the Bible. <laughs> But it's not Jesus' name is and. it's that Jesus is with us. And Jesus walks with us and talks with us and calls us his own. So I want you to go and know that you're not going by yourself, but you're going with a friend that's closer than a brother. You're going with a great paraclete, the, hell, the Holy Spirit. And the paraclete means that it's Paris, by your side, and there to aid you and assist you. And so walk in that power, walk in that authority, walk with that peace, knowing that though you walk through the valley of shadow of death, you shall fear no evil, because the Lord is with you. He will riding that staff will protect you and comfort you. You understand that though the rocks may be moved, you will not be shaken, for God is a present help in the time of trouble. You will understand that your enemies may have you, but they will stumble and fall, for the Lord is your salvation, and he is your life. Whom shall you? you fear so go and proclaim the gospel let us pray